Good on, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. I'm your host as always, and man, oh man, oh man, if you guys don't even know or don't know yet, there was a new social media platform uh, by the name of Threads that had come out. Again, considering that I was banned from Twitter uh, four years ago, and consider that Twitter still has a lot of hateful, nasty politics, racism, porn, porn people, whatever you want to name, all that garbage on that wet work. I said, you know what, let me hurry up and give Threads a chance. So it was really great the first eight hours because the feed was full of very like-minded and positive individuals. Unfortunately, by the time I had woken up, a lot of the trash news and the bickering and the garbage sports, a lot of that had made its way into and onto the platform. So I'm guessing at some point there are going to be awesome categories that we are going to be able to follow uh, just so we could like take like politics and 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 race and this and all that other garbage out and just be surrounded by really positive individuals. I think this is a great way. And hopefully something amazing that could ultimately end up, uh, you know, creating itself. So, again, uh, I had met some really cool people. But I do believe that I've been uh, coming across a lot of dentists that I don't even know who actually follow me. And they follow me actually on threads and stuff like that. So, nonetheless, it's all about blocking. Um, Got to limit the amount of time that I actually spend on there now because it just seems like it's very, very wasteful now considering that there are just a bunch of randoms and just saying a bunch of random things that doesn't even relate and stuff like that. So let's see what ends up happening. But uh, today is a Friday, my time. You're going to be listening to this probably about three, four, five days from now. And so I do apologize because it has been very, very crazy. All right. But nonetheless, man, it is just an amazing time to be alive. Uh, so many great things are finally happening. Uh, five days after so the one of the two of the most difficult weeks of my life. I think the last time I had a difficult slate of my life was about nine years ago at a garbage English camp out here in Thailand, teaching some of the most ignorant students you could ever imagine. And that was 72 hours of just me pouring anger and so much out of my soul, you know? And I think the last time that I have been through something like that was probably about two, uh, what is it? Uh, Yeah, at the end of June, you know, considering that, okay, miscarriage. Okay, after that, obviously, Miss Cra- the, the crazy bitch. And then obviously the uh, death of someone else. And so now it feels like after five days, it feels like I'm getting back on track. So nonetheless, today, it's not the transformation. Today is about being a friend to yourself and I got some big ideas here for you because you know what so often we speak so poorly of ourselves right to ourselves right saying like you know all right I'm stupid I'm ugly I can't do this I'm not worth it this won't turn out well they will make fun of me we begin by feeling that And when it's time for us to step up and be bold, we like that confidence because we have been beating ourselves up with poor language for such a long time. You guys already know this, right? 2014, 2015. Thai women hate black men. 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 I would say that all the time. That negative reaffirming language ultimately became my reality to the point that I would have students who paid like 100 hours through obviously the language center, so I barely get anything. (laughs) But... Every single day, I would just 
it would just be a victim story. And I would just blame Thailand, Thai women. And these were two students. Can you imagine how they felt when I just sat there and said, oh, Thai women just love the white men and this and that. You see what I mean? Like, I lack that confidence because I was beaten up through the experiences and the negative perceptions of other individuals. That's exactly what ended up happening. And guess what? Did that serve me in my future? No, it took me years to overcome that. It was until 2020, right before I met my now wife, that I finally had overcome that. If I had met my wife any time before 2020, especially before COVID, she would have been long gone because I would have been just a big pity party. So you have no idea how detrimental this is to us over time. By the goals we chase, the people we talk to, the dreams that we pursue, the enjoyment of each day. I know people who can't even enjoy a simple moment in a fucking national park without them saying things about themselves like, oh man, you know, I hate my life or this is bad or that's bad. You know, uh, you know, I'm talking about like in the, in the grandeur of nature, I'm talking the most beautiful things out there. They talk about how awful they look. How terrible they are as a person. There's this disconnect between nature's beauty and the beauty inside. That disconnect in one's mind, that's the barrier. How they think of themselves, there it is. They don't know the real, they don't know how to add value, do something, build something. Because in that doubt, consistently, they're always demeaning themselves. So where most people, when they have doubt, I would have to say that a lot of people do have a tendency of trying to improve it, but most people in the world, they just diminish themselves. And then it's a downward spiral. That happened, of course, after a couple of racist ass parents. This is 10 years ago, man. And that was just seven years of just absolute brute hell from me to me. So I could just affirm that negativity to myself over and over and over. So how can we get, how, how can we begin to change ourselves? How can we begin to change ourselves? Well, first we have to befriend ourselves. Imagine you have a friend and you always and you always view them as being spontaneous and fun, confident, outgoing, thoughtful, you know, just a friend in general. It's kind of like my wife when I ended up being very, very quiet about a number of different things. She's like, what's wrong? You're, you're always jovial and you're, you're always very excited. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I was like, listen, I just had crazy bitch try to ruin my fucking life. It's going to take me about, you know, just a few more hours to get over this. I can't just snap out of it, you know? And so, but the thing is, if you haven't seen them for a year and you have to just stumble and you just ended up stumbling across them, let's say in a cafe and you sit down with them and you're having a nice conversation and they tell you how disempowered they probably feel, how unfair the world is and all that other stuff. What's the first thing you do? Probably empathize, but not only that, but. It won't be too long until you remind them of who they are, such as, oh, I'm sorry to see you down, but I remember you were outgoing and you were fun and you were confident. Look back on your successes. Remind them of their strengths, the good times, the powers. Would that ultimately make people feel worse? No, not when you empathize first. You could remind them second. You know, it's about being self-compassionate to those challenges. And it's okay to feel that way. But also, I'm going to remind yourself that there are better days. And you made things happen and you were strong. 
You're just going to have to recover yourself. This is exactly what happened to me over the last five days in regards to crazy bitch and then all these other things happening. This is exactly what had happened to me. And so this is why reminding yourself of those times in terms of how you were able to handle the world, that's hard to do. I know, but that's why it's important to do. Also, you got to protect yourself. You already know what I'm going to talk about right near, right now. Be careful of the garbage in, garbage out idea. When I first got on threads, it was so positive. It was so amazing. I was messaging people and all these other things. All of a sudden, I start seeing a lot of bickering about the garbage politics that ended up making its way onto the platform. And I'm just like, block, 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 because I don't want to see that garbage. I don't care about that garbage. This is a no-win situation. How can you wake up 365 days a year and complain about people because they have different ideas and all this other garbage? Get the fuck out of my face. I never want to see you again. I'm sorry. That's just how I'm going to do it. I'm going to cut you off. You got to be careful with letting in so much negative information. The hatred, the terrible videos. That's basically what garbage Twitter is, right? That's what Twitter is. It's literally fights after fights after fights and garbage and racist and Next thing you know, a European football player who's of African ethnicity misses a goddamn penalty kick. And then there are two million trolls calling him the N-word and how monkeys should never play football. And all this disgusting, rampant hate that lives in the most vile of the human beings and the human consciousness on this planet. You got to be careful with that garbage, man. People just hating each other online, accusing, you know, just being accusatory. The more you take that in, the more you're going to just end up doing that to yourself. It's kind of like just like mirroring neurons in our brain. When we see something, we sense and feel ourselves. You know, and so, again, giving compassion to those people. Fantastic. Giving compassion all you want. Oh, I feel sorry for these people. Oh, I feel I remember there's one post that came up and it was a. 11-year-old boy called the cops and the cops shot him. And I'm just like, okay, well, I got compassion. But at the same time, it's a bad thing when it's violence and hatred. When you feel that churn, you feel it. And then next thing you know, you're going to be complaining about it with other people. And then it gets all these other people talking about this and that. And nobody ends up being the change in society. You don't want to condition yourself to think and feel that way on a consistent basis. Because you're just ultimately just creating those disease cells. What you're consuming and studying and following and hanging out with ultimately does shape your life. Please keep that in mind. Next, you got to promote yourself. You got to assert yourself in the world and raise your hand. Tell people that you have to handle and step up and be capable because so often we're always on those sidelines. You already know it. But what I want you to do, I want you to get out there. You know, I want you to step into the parade, do the work in the arena. In the office, I want you to raise your hand and challenge a couple of people. You got to promote yourself and speak up for yourself. Share with the world your real thoughts, your daily challenges. The more you shrink yourself, then socialize yourself in a way to step you back and you just don't enter the world. You just give up on yourself. You got to be thoughtful, kind, willing, capable, want to succeed, add that value. And then, of course, in the darkness of our homes, you got to be ourselves, right? But sometimes we do speak ill of ourselves. And guess what? Too many of those days, we're going to just ultimately get down on ourselves and be mean to ourselves. 
You got to be able to speak up and promote yourself better. Using that affirming language. And then the last one, challenge yourself. Build yourself on purpose to take discipline challenges. Things that are hard. Things that you don't want to do in the particular day. I'm talking about working out. Over the past couple of days, I believe it was Tuesday and Thursday. I was like, man, fuck this. And I Tuesday, I was just like, man, I really don't want to go. I'm just not in the mood. But guess what? I ended up going and I had a pretty decent workout. Yesterday, I ended up going. I had a little bit more energy, but I was still like, oh, okay. All right. Let me get on in here. I ended up doing a max. I uh, What is it? I did my best three reps after doing a fuckload of sets of 100 kilos for a deadlift. I haven't lifted 120, 130 and all that in a long time, but it's really good to, okay, let's get back in the swing of everything, you know, just challenging myself and say, man, I haven't did these max reps in about, what, three months. So it's good to get back at it. And then, you know, of course, lifting 60, then 70, then 80, then 90, then going into the 100 for the max three reps, doing the things that I, I got to challenge myself. Take actions with your mind, your body, your spirit. See, some days you don't want to work out, you got to work out. Some days you don't want to write pages, got to write, got to shut that brain off. Those were two of the most critical days of my life, nonetheless, because I swear something was saying, just stay home, stay home, stay home. Come on, just stay home, Arsenio. Come on. You ain't got to work out. Come on, stay the fuck home. It's all good. It's all good. But you know what? You're in charge. Work through those difficult emotions. Manifest something, even through the struggle. If you want self-respect, that is what it is. When you follow through, that integrity is built. The congruence with yourself is built and that self-respect follows. More days you put yourself out there and you stretch yourself, even if you fall and you trip and you look silly and you can say, okay, yeah, I fucked up. I suck today. That's good. At least I tried. At least I'm developing myself. With that being said, people, stay tuned for more over and out.